Welcome to Business Magic with Maggie Gila, making your business feel and work like magic for you and those you want to impact. Turns out you don't need a wand, you need a strategy. Diversifying your revenue. This is the number one question I have been getting the last couple of weeks. What am I supposed to do now? Should I lower my prices? Should I change my entire business model? So in this episode, I'm going to be giving you some examples of small shifts you can make, ideas for you as well, plus some examples of a couple of people who I think have done some really smart pivots because at the end of the day, a lot of us have been impacted with COVID-19 and the current crisis with borders closed and a lot of uncertainty happening. My first recommendation is still keep in mind your North Star, your vision, your business model, and your general business goals. It doesn't make sense because of something that's hopefully temporary and affecting us all temporarily. It doesn't make sense to now completely change your entire business model if you don't have to because of this. Second, don't make decisions in fear or panic. Even if you are feeling that fear or that panic, try to take some time to process these emotions It's really, really difficult to make smart business decisions that will impact you positively when you're making that decision from a place of fear. Listen in to episode 20, COVID-19, Energy, Anxiety, and Productivity, When the World's Gone Crazy, for some more insights and tips on this area. But the goal is to still stay confident, focus on the positive, so that you can make smarter business decisions, all right? This is not from a woo place. This is from if you are making decisions in pl- from a place of panic, you are probably considering dropping your prices significantly, creating something low cost, um, really hustling. I saw this happen a lot when things started heating up internationally because the amount of people promoting themselves, breaking Facebook group rules, or even like poaching for clients on my personal Facebook profile, which, you know, has not basically happened to me in the last five years ever. Um, and I know that it's it's that people are, are we're working from a place of panic. So that's why I'm saying this um, and hope that helps. Now, the easiest way of getting more clients and getting more income is through retention. It's going back to your past clients and seeing if there's anything else you can do to help them further, all right? So that's my first recommendation. Go back to your past clients, look at where they are, look at what they're looking for, the problems they're having, what they're looking for now. Um, Listen to episode 10, the four stages of getting unicorn clients, because that's where I dive deep into stage four, client retention. Um, That should give you some good tips and advice as well on creating offers there. Number four, survey your audience and past clients. Do social listening. So you're looking at what are people saying? What are they looking for? Obviously here, um, a lot of people are in panic mode. So you'll be seeing a lot of, I hope my business survives. I'm not sure what to do next. But try to dig deeper and see what are people actually looking for. So when I did this, of course, the first thing I saw, which of course got me into stage of panic as well, was people freaking out about their businesses. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to close doors. No one's buying anymore, da-da-da-da-da-da. And that started getting me into a place of fear and panic myself. So I knew I couldn't make those, 
I couldn't make a smart business decision from that place. So I started looking for evidence of growth and positivity. I saw people were still making money. They were still selling services, products, and offers. They were still buying courses, programs, hiring consultants, social media managers. I started seeing and really building my own awareness of the number of clients who are approaching me asking for recommendations for web designers, virtual assistants, online business managers, the my inquiries going up and so on. And if I had assumed, well, no one's going to hire me right now because people are scared so they don't want to spend money, I would stop promoting my services, I would stop doing this podcast and so on. So that's kind of what I mean, like going back to not making decisions from fear. So with social listening, um, getting really aware of what do your people want. And this is something you should do all the time. I talked about this on my episode with Amber McHugh as well, which is, she is such a fantastic positive mentor um, of mine. So that could be listening in Facebook groups, asking questions, sending out a survey, sending out messages to past clients to check in and look at what they need moving forward. Next, repackaging with a specific outcome. So I will be talking more about micro launches, why I love them and why I think they are the thing to do, especially right now. But it's looking at your services and seeing, can I change something up potentially or with my messaging to have a really clear specific outcome aligned with what my people are currently looking for. So for example, I brought back my battle plan, which is something I've kind of stopped doing over the last two years because I'm focusing more on my strategy intensives. And I said like, this is the best thing you can do if you're looking at brainstorming your potential offer ideas, your marketing in this time of chaos and overwhelm. Well, let's do a battle plan. I will help you brainstorm and we'll come up with your next 30 days or 60 days of what action steps you can do given all these changes. And that's worked really well. It has a specific outcome and it is a repackaged service. So it's not discounted, yet it is still at a lower price point than let's say my strategy intensives. Because one thing is true. So personally, I don't believe in discounting services. You can still do it. Um, I did a discount on the battle plan for the month of March because I wanted it to be more accessible and affordable for that time. And that's the first time I've discounted my, my an actual service in, in a few years. So I don't believe in discounting services because I don't think it's really the right thing to do with your past clients who paid full price. And it also can discount your value because price is perception. But a way around this is to repackage what you do into something that's at a lower price point, still aligned with your prices in general, right? If your your strategy intensives or your um, three months co- coaching package is in the thousands of dollars, you know, don't it's not going to be an hour for you with you for five dollars, for example. There's still a lot of ways you can repackage this with specific outcomes. And lastly, I would really also explore referral partnerships. If you haven't done that already, it is such an amazing way to get more clients and to automate your marketing, essentially. Make sure you listen to episode 17 with Jordan Gill, Systems, Services, and Creating Your Referral Engine, because we dive deep into her process of building referral partnerships. But for example, if you are a 
copywriter and you want more clients, you can do your own marketing, right? But that's still within your own small audience. How do you expand to a bigger audience into more potential clients? Well, make a list of all the potential people who are working with your potential clients. So if I, if you're a copywriter and you want more clients for copywriting, who else is working with people like that? Well, business coaches, website designers, online business managers, virtual assistants, and the list goes on. So you can start building partnerships with people like that who could potentially send you clients or leads. So I think that's a really underrepresented way that doesn't get talked about too much. So I strongly recommend exploring affiliates or referral partnerships in this time as well. I have some people here who I think have done an amazing job at slight pivots in diversifying the revenue as their core business has been heavily impacted. So I wanted to give you these as some some inspiration. Go check them out and take some inspiration from what they're doing as well. Sarah Shuttle, one of my former clients, is a luxury brand designer for the wedding industry, which has obviously been very, very heavily impacted now. What she's done is she's created a brand boutique where she is selling one-off branding as her core clientele is very heavily impacted. They've had an entire season of revenue or income completely wiped out. So I think that's a really smart way of pivoting that something that doesn't take her a huge amount of time it's still luxurious and it still has that signature Sarah Shuttle element of branding, but at a much lower cost and it's still one off because she only sells one at a time. Amanda Mutaki, another one of my amazing clients, she is known as Moroc Mama. She runs food tours of Morocco. Now, Again, travel industry very heavily impacted. We don't know when we can travel again. So people are not booking tourists in Morocco because they can't travel. We did a battle plan together and we brainstormed a lot of options that she could then tap into what felt right. But she's done an amazing job with changing her or pivoting her focus on her Instagram because she has a strong Instagram platform. She's also amazing to follow. So go follow her Instagram, Maroc Mama. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. And she's now doing a lot of cooking videos and staying at home with your kids and being quarantined and also did like an amazing um, when we travel again um, virtual tour, which was really fun. So she's still getting traffic to her website and having affiliate income that way. Plus a few things she's working on to really focus on the people who are now staying home, who are still following her, who still dream of visiting Morocco, who have a very great interest in food. And um, she's got some amazing food um, recipes and tutorials as well, which for me has been really fun to do too. Next, one of my best besties, Monica Delgado. If you are into MMA or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, the name of her partner might be familiar, Ricardo Almeida. They run Jiu-Jitsu academies in New Jersey. Again, you can't go to the gym right now because of social distancing. So what can you do? They have pivoted so smartly within 48 hours of the announcement that New Jer- of New- in New Jersey that um, gyms would have to close doors. They create an entire online platform for all their members. They've done three things really, really well. One is that they have pre-recorded workouts that are now on the website. So people can choose to do it. If they want to work out in the morning, in the afternoon, they have a daily wet workout they can do that's led by Ricardo himself. So all of the students know him as Professor Ricardo. 
Two, they also host live classes on Zoom for their for their members. Some are adult classes and some are kids' classes. So for a lot of the parents who are at home with their kids who now have so much energy, because something they focus on is for kids with ADHD to get them into trainings and learning jiu-jitsu to help them. And now they can still do those classes at home. The third thing they've done really well is they've done challenges. A big part of their success is a very close-knit community. The community feels really close together. But now, of course, if you're all at home, you're losing a lot of that. So one thing they've done to keep that sense of community has been daily challenges in the Facebook group where they did a push-up challenge or they did a meditation challenge or a sit-up challenge or that everyone had to write a message and take a photo to motivate and keep each other positive. So they've done that super, super well. Check out their Instagram on that as well. Jennifer Lax runs Digital Nomad Girls. She's a good friend of mine and a former client. And her core product actually solves the current problem a lot of people are having. She runs a very big Facebook group called Digital Nomad Girls and has an amazing Instagram, but her core product is called The Inner Circle, which is a membership platform for digital nomad girls to connect. So the, her whole thing is how do you solve loneliness as a digital nomad? So she does a lot of co-working. She has a big community. She has trainings. I've done some trainings for her as well. So there was this this almost a struggle here because her core product solves a lot of the issues people are dealing with now, which is uncertainty, overwhelm, loneliness, and feeling really like isolated. So of course, you have to be sensitive with your messaging and your marketing during this time and not go out like, hey, stop feeling isolated, join my thing. And she's done that really, really well because she started doing a lot more virtual co-workings and virtual mixers in her um, to her bigger audience that wasn't still part of this membership to show here's how this can help you. And that's how a way she's been pivoting her messaging and marketing, which I thought was a really, really smart, very genuine way to still provide something for free, um, but still showcase her core product because this is absolutely what she does and she does it really, really well. My friend Molly Pittman is the CEO of Smart Marketer and together with her co-owners Ezra Firestone and John Grimshaw, they made a really smart pivot. They had a planned launch for a higher ticket offer and then when the crisis hit, they had to rethink. And I really love their approach and their pivot. So instead of moving forward with their planned higher ticket launch, they really looked at what does our audience want right now? What are they concerned about? What are they trying to do? And their audience was pivoting themselves. They were trying to figure out what am I supposed to do next? So they ended up changing the launch into a six-week coaching package called Compass Coaching, where they helped all these entrepreneurs that are in their audience to pivot, including Facebook ads and everything in this specifically in this new environment, which I think was such a smart and still sensitive move. So I hope this has given you some ideas and inspiration on how you can diversify or pivot right now. I am a very big fan of diversifying and micro launches, and you will hear about that in a future episode. And my own pivot was a little slight. I launched the CEO Quest, which is a 21-day audio experience with journaling prompts to move you from overwhelm to more revenue, visibility, and growth through two minutes of micro-action a day. So if you want to check that out, get it on maggieyellow.com slash CEO dash quest. I will see you in the next episode. Hey, hey, thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you never miss new episodes. 
And if you have a business bestie who needs to hear this message, go share this with them. See you in the next one. Love and magic, Maggie.